As I reflected on these readings, I was reminded of a couple I had the privilege of knowing, one of my first assignments, um, some 10 years, 15 years maybe before I met them. Uh, he had a massive accident. He was trimming a tree and uh, a freak accident. Uh, he was trying to be safe, but a freak accident took the ladder out. Um, he fell backward and broke his back. He was unable to walk after that, and um, along with walking, he was not able to perform many, uh, many things, um, and we'll just leave it at the marital duties. Well, his wife uh, reminded me that it's not only priests or not only religious who uh, live celibately, but sometimes by force, even married couples are, as she was. Um, her husband died in my two years, or in my year there, actually, and she died about a year later of cancer. But I have always remembered that, uh, that this passage, Jesus saying some were uh, born, to, born so, some were made so, and others were cho chose to. And most of us, you as sisters and I, uh, have chosen so. Of course, we have two seminarians with us who are in the process of choosing, and we have two more in our area that well, now they've chosen at least uh, the first step of being ordained deacons. We know what it means to choose, and, of course, there are some, it's no, no longer too prevalent here, thank God, in our modern culture, but we have some that are forced to do so by uh, eunuchs, be, be, being made eunuchs, but also we would add in those that are paralyzed or have massive sickness uh, to some degree that they're unable to fulfill those obligations or even begin to do them, and others because of some birth defect are unable to. And Jesus raising that awareness that it's those who choose freely for the sake of the kingdom, that we're pointing to something. Of course, we're pointing to, we're pointing to the kingdom of heaven. Our world tells us it's, it's all about relationship, and I'm trying to think, I think it's Candide. There was a musical, and, and a few years ago I was listening to the music of it, and, and the, he's a Theologian, he's waxing, he's not Catholic, waxing poetically that some people are so deeply in love with marriage that they marry serially, one after another, after another, after another, because so, so often they aren't complete in themselves. But we who are uh, striving, Jesus is inviting us to a fullness that we find intimacy with him, that we find completeness in him, and we live in such a way that we invite others to remind them it's not about marriage. And of course, we have this whole start because is divorce lawful or not? And Jesus adding that little caveat, unless a marriage is unlawful. And uh, pornea is the word, and we, we get, unfortunately, the, the word pornography for it, uh, from it. But it's, it's more than just dirty writing, which is what pornography technically means. But it's also that, is it some, something against norms, two cousins marrying, for, for example, or, or incest, or all those things. Sometimes in marriage, and the church tribunals help us to discern this, sometimes the external act of marriage seems to have been done, but there's no internal. They do not choose to be married, certainly not lifelong, certainly not to be fruitful, certainly not to be uh, for the other one, certainly not free. They feel bound or whatever. So it reminds us that not, marriage, too, needs to be freely chosen. 
You can't just simply be forced into marriage. And I think it's that freedom that really ought to be underneath all of our vocations. That freedom to choose God. Those that choose marriage, God bless them. They have the harder vocation, I'm convinced of this. When we have bad days, well, you, you as sisters can correct each other. Seminarians will, are good at correcting each, really good at correcting each other. Uh, priests, not so much because, because we live alone, but, but we don't have somebody that gets to know us intimately over the whole course of our life. And so, and I, I'm thinking about my aunt and uncle again, how, how they were a good witness of this. They corrected each other in love. They knew each other, other so well. Or I think about my grandparents, who knew so, each other so well that one time I was there visiting, and, and my grandma said, well, it's time for you to go. And, and grandpa got up and went to the table. She never called him to the table. She just told me, it's time for you to go home. <laughs> but they knew each other so well to that intimacy. But they freely chose it. And, and so this day, to call to mind, we need to choose, to choose it. I have to admit, as I was hearing, I was hoping I didn't look at the first reading because I spent all my, all my half hour of meditating on the scriptures on the gospel reading this morning. But uh, choose this day whom you will serve, Joshua inviting the people of Israel. And I think that's a good invitation for us. Choose this day how you will serve the Lord. They're both holy. They're both good whether it's in celibacy or in marriage, they both need to be freely chosen. And once we choose to make it for the entirety of our life, and when we do, there's beauty, and we become altogether a witness to the world.